and you're listening to The Coincidence Theory, broadcasting between Possum Trot and Monkey's Eyebrow. I'm Brett. I'm Wes. I'm Chris. And uh, we kind of ended the last episode with uh, Chris and Wes listening to the speeches of Ashley Judd and Madonna. However, they did not listen to the entire videos, and while we did our show, they... They have, well, they have listened to him now. I kind of miswrote that, but uh, they have completely <laughs> listened to him now and want to say something, uh, kind of like final thoughts oh, on well, it. Oh, yeah, so. but we just wanted to go back and just because we covered those topics of the uh, speeches the right, other no, day. No, no, hold on. You, wanna, you mean cover those ridiculous speeches? Yeah, and if anybody that's listeners, of course, mm-hmm. if you haven't heard, just to, again, rehash on this old topic from yeah, last it was, week's. It was or, the Woman's March. Previous. Um, right podcast. Yeah. We were talking about the women's march that was going on. Where was that even happening, Brett? I don't uh, know. It was it's the women's. It was the twenty first. Wo- no, where I'm. I, I know. Uh, it was, if, if you don't have, I think it was uh, the women's march on Washington. It was right out okay. on uh, yeah Donald right. Trump's front no front lawn, man. That's right. <laughs> so last night I actually watched that ABC interview and that he actually asked him. He's like, "Couldn't you hear it from the White House?" And Trump was like, "No, but I'm wondering if you guys are going to be able to hear anybody to be able to hear the pro life." Uh, rally that's going on on Friday up there and he's like and I was wondering why they were asking why the media doesn't seem to cover that one and the ABC interviewer didn't want to answer that question Mm. but anyway yeah we were talking about the women's march and the speeches of Ashley Judd and Madonna and last week when we watched these or rather listened to them Mm -hmm. on this podcast for the first time my brother and I Simply because, first of all, we're ashamed. Ashley Judd that's from our state, yeah. and you know I'm ashamed. What a horrible decision! I mean, like, that's, that's the only that's insane that she just you know just actually did that out. and uh, went out there and said all those ridiculous things. I mean, if you haven't seen again, if you haven't seen these YouTube videos, yeah, you need to watch them. Because, I don't mean to say you need to see well, everything you see on YouTube is real, but mm-hmm. you know, or whatever, because everything's being labeled fake news nowadays. We're just coincidentally talking about these very things that, you know, I'm sure topics have been labeled as we speak. Alternative facts and whatever, fake news, right? Right. And, uh, but Ashley Judd and Madonna. And Madonna. I mean, both of them. They were both stupid. I mean, of course, it was. For lack of better words, I guess. It was was disgraceful and, you know, distasteful. And I remember after you listened to it, you said something about them possibly being blackmailed into doing it. Well, that's just my okay. That's just my personal opinion. Is like some of these people in Hollywood, there's no sense for them for them to come forward like this and to be so like literally balls out and just saying all these ridiculous, ludicrous things just about politics, where it's like they're you know they're paid actors and they expect people to then trust their political opinion. It's like you're you're paid for a living to mm. change up your person every fucking day like we change clothes for work, okay? And right. you're telling me I'm supposed to now trust you on who I think should be running my day-to-day life and charging me taxes. Move yeah, what, the fuck on. Like, well, you know. So, uh, what do y'all think about Madonna saying that uh, she quite oftenly thinks about blowing up the White House? I well, that's can't why remember I wanted if to, we got that far yeah, the, the, uh, in that well, video. In the Secret Service, aren't they looking into her? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, doing investigations, yeah. you know, as we speak. Of course. But... There's so many things that yeah, are happening, say, you know. I would say Ashley Judd's was the one that really and it was just yeah pissed she, me off when I was when I was listening to it. I guess you could say it's a coincidence that she just happened to be from our state and she well, gets now oh, semi-famous just, if again in, brought into the spotlight. I just for, can't wait for her kids to watch that video hmm. so she can sit back and say, 
oh, but no, mommy was really angry when she was talking to those people. And, you know, literally her kids are just going to look at them. Look at her, just, you know, and go, you're a nasty woman. Yeah, yeah. What the hell do you have? I mean, what do you have to say for yourself? My mom was so pissed off about it. She's like, I want to get on your podcast and tell everybody just what I think and how they're making all us women look bad. Right. She was like, this is is retarded. Yeah. This should have been absolute footnotes, okay, in newspaper articles. As far as the uh, D.C. and the whole inauguration of Donald Trump's coverage... You know, as a as a product, you have itself. a you have a right they to protest. I think we all agree. Okay. Oh right. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not saying that, that you don't have that, but you can't just go up there and say I think I quite often think about blowing up the fucking White House. Right. That's I mean, ridiculous. Exactly. That's fucking absurd, and it's a crime. Okay, first of all, oh, second God, of all, yeah. if it would have been know, me or you, we'd, we'd no, I'd be black bagged, you know, vanned, and mm-hmm. whatever they talk about, you right. know, no, all no, those terrible things, you know, I'd on be the, we see in the movies, the shed. right? Yeah, we see in the movies or whatever, like TV shows. Yeah, but anyway, no, like okay, just the fact that you know. Deservedly so, too. But, right. you know, it's just crazy that these women are doing this in the name of... We're not gonna, against women. So, you know, j- we'll just say that out, outright. I'm not to say that we're against all those things, but, oh, like, God, these no. circum- these things what? said okay, by so these again, women... We're talking about Madonna and Ashley Judd. Yeah. Yes. Okay. And these yeah. crazy speeches that went on. And if you haven't heard them... I personally think, again, listen, they should have just been footnotes as far as, you know, newspaper and just news media co- coverage was concerned for this whole inauguration event. They should have just been, okay, that was nice, whatever. They had some crazy speeches at whatever rallies. But no, you know what they were? They were the headline. You want to know why? Because all the media is talking about are these things right now and not what Trump has been doing mm-hmm. in the past, yeah. what, five so, five days mm-hmm, alone? True. Oh, God. Look, yeah, we're he's... even talking about it. Damn, mm-hmm. that's that's actually, coincidentally enough, we're talking about it. So, touche, Wes. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. So, I like where your head's at. But uh, so Brett, what are you, what were you going to talk about today? What's going to be the uh, well, major yeah, start, talking points? Of this well, yeah. so, since we decided to start talking, well, we kind of wanted to sum up the the ending of the last episode with those speeches, since y'all didn't listen to them. Yeah, all. and if again, if I sorry to interrupt, uh-huh. Brett, but I just want to say, any of the listeners out there, if you have not seen these speeches, of course, if you look them up on I don't know whatever YouTube. news station, well, even a, I don't mean to say YouTube. If you look it up on yeah. a news article website, like. Uh, you know, ABC or NBC or CBS or, you know, even Fox News, I'm sure you'd be hard-pressed to get the full speeches that, th- oh, that Madonna I, I or Ashley Judd gave. I see where you're going. Right. But if you get the full unedited speeches, that's what we're referencing. Mm-hmm. And we're just saying, what's going to happen when younger people and even kids see this on YouTube and say, wait, what now? But anyway, that's what we're. That's all <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to say. Yeah. Well, with, with the the women's march, I and mean, I started looking into some things and uh, protests mainly, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. The women's, uh, which yeah. we believe in, the was, right to protest, but yeah, but I mean, it's different. Yeah, peaceful way different. Protest. Yeah, yeah okay. peaceful protest. I mean, this is not peaceful because I mean, love. It's about love and go fuck yourself, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but, uh, basically. While I was looking into this, and, we, and hey, I mean... Sorry to interrupt again, Brett. We just wanted to play video games. That's what my opinion is. <laughs> but go on. Right? Of course. Um, but like I was saying, uh, I was looking into this, and uh, we came across some coincidental information uh, with these Women's March protests. We but came ac- sh- What? Sorry. Oh, uh, we came across a name that is all too familiar, uh, a name that is coincidentally enough tied to more than one protest. 
Uh, who is this man that is shrouded in this mystery? No one other than uh, George Soros. And uh, I figured that was a pretty good intro for him. Um, probably a little better than what he deserved. Uh, well, I mean, he, I'm sorry. Uh, okay, well, tell us a little about him. Who, yeah, who is this well, George Soros character you yeah, speak well, of? He, if we're going to... Protest. I mean, the protest groups that he's funded. He's funded the Black Lives Matter, which again is a peaceful protest. Um, he has funded them. Uh, there was actually fifty-six partners of the the Women's March on Washington that he had funded. <laughs> uh, I got a Breitbart ar- article on that one. Um, he also uh, did the Occupy Wall Street, um, the Ferguson protests uh, movement. Uh, he donated over three point three million in one year to this particular group that I'd found in a particular article. Uh, he also has funded the social justice warriors. And also while digging into this, I know the same protest groups, but, uh, he was also linked to owning the voting machines. Oh yeah. For, for oh, this year's right. election. Yeah. Yeah. The Diebold or something. Diebold, I think was the mm-hmm. name of that company. I want to say, and you can look all this up. You know, I think there are Washington Post articles actually about oh, no, that. I have plenty of those yeah, archived. Yeah, yeah, yeah newspaper articles for you're talking about the voting machines for this latest for, presidential yeah, election, yeah, 2016. Okay. Yeah. Most Trump's recent election. Also, also the Republican and Democrat uh, the primaries, if I'm not mistaken, it was the same machines being used. You know, yeah. which yep. was just obviously. I, I think I think that I saw that. I want to remember. That in certain states or certain parts of certain states, it was up to like 70, 80 percent of the voting machines were all the ones that were owned by the same corporation, be, which yeah, coincidentally enough, mm-hmm. were owned this by George who we're talking about tonight. But we yeah. felt like we were going to talk about him because we've heard other news agencies talk about him. We've heard other podcasts mention him. We've heard other things in I mean, the media. Just, the, just throughout the on year. YouTube. You've, yeah, we've heard it all well, last year. Tell us who exactly, like, kind of give us a, have you give us our For the listener, uh, I guess. synopsis or description of, like, you know, where was he born, where did he come from, what does he do? Well, he uh, he's an 86-year-old merchant from uh, Hungary. Hungary. Uh, Hungary? Sorry. Yeah. Sorry, Sorry Chris. Hung- no, no, it's cool. Hungary. I'm yeah. hungry. Um, <laughs> there you go. No, that's how it is. There but, it is. Uh, he, he also claims... He's hungry. It, there you go, coincidentally <laughs> enough. All right, Chris. Uh, he Hungarian. in a book that he wrote, uh, which was uh, the Alchemy of Finance, uh, he uh, claims he claimed himself to be uh, a godly man in the conscience of the world, which uh, is quoted from his book. Like I said, uh, he is also the the man. I mean, for a godly man, he is the man that broke the banks of England back in September of 1992. I believe it was currency fixing. That's yes, they he's a, he's to, a right? he's a big currency manipulator. Yeah, I mean he he, he manipulates, manipulates money markets, is what mm, I've heard. Yeah, just to summarize it the yeah, most, I'm pretty, not. That's a pretty grand scheme. Yeah, you know, when you go to just what, wait, what he he does what now? Well, it's like you know, I've even how? heard I've even heard my coworkers mention this name. You know, back in I think it was. I I want to say like September October. It I know had to do with yours the, did. What was it in November? Yeah, they mentioned George Soros. Like did you, a couple of your coworkers mentioned oh, him. Oh, a couple, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. My boss. Back. We was outside smoking a cigarette, and all of a yeah. sudden he just drops George. So he's like, "Have you heard of him?" And I was like, "Holy shit! I have right? been talking yeah. about this man for so long, and now the veil's finally being lifted off of this guy. Right. And I'm hoping with this new and this is completely off the wall and off the subject, but with this new investigation into the election, I hope it reveals that he was the one that was trying to rig it." 
But, I mean, we can explain that once we get a little bit further into this because yeah. I don't want to confuse the well, listeners. It, us, yeah. us being mm-hmm. the coincidence theory, you know, by name, it's like coincidentally enough, we've heard about this guy all personally mm-hmm. it, over the months, oh, the past few months, okay, into a bunch of at things. different times. Yeah. And then the past week, we have now all heard this name mentioned again, coincidentally enough, mm-hmm. multiple times. And I For hate Christ's sakes, I was like, watching the He Will Not Divide Us wall, and there was this guy that was standing in front of it with a sign. That said, He Will Not Divide Us. With a picture of George, of George Soros. Soros. Yeah. And I mean, I think that kid has it right. That's I had that, mad props to that kid. That's that Shia LaBeouf. I don't know if anybody, if the listeners yeah. out yeah, there, yeah, yeah. Sorry, if I you haven't, uh, if you don't understand the reference, is that to Shia LaBeouf, uh, I call him even Stevens because that's what he used to be in my mind. Holes, holes, yeah. holes, yeah. <laughs> or uh, what's his name in Transformers? He's Bumblebee's, like the one that Bumblebee. Yeah, but it doesn't know, even matter. Prime. But uh, anyway. He has an art project or whatever he wants to call it nowadays going on on a live stream no, podcast. A PR stunt. But yeah. Go on. yeah. Same, same difference. And he is live streaming a wall in, I think, somewhere in Queens in New York City, mm-hmm. I want to say. And it's literally got a wall and it just says, he will not divide us on the wall. You know, yeah, people just black, come up white, and go, he will not. It's a white wall, us. I think, or like a gray wall, and it's got black what? letters. Okay, well, black letters. Question. He will not divide us. Why doesn't it say? Which is kind of why I named this episode. Why it's a live stream camera. Unite us. Like, what? I don't understand why it what doesn't say, he will unite us. Well, like, and uh, you know, Wes and I were talking about this earlier, Brett. We were saying, you know, why exactly? Why wouldn't that wall just say, he will unite us? Whereas it says, he will not divide us. Whereas well. the. Not divide is almost yeah. like a negative connotation. In, well, I you think know. I think what I got planned out for this episode will kind of help, uh, kind of explain that because I mean the way that these people think. I mean they they've been brainwashed for a very long time. Mm-hmm. I mean this has been something. Well, yeah. I'm kind of jumping ahead of myself, but this has yeah. been something that's been going on for a very long time. Yeah, and we think this has all been like you know almost I mean, it, like it's, it's fermenting. It's all connected, but I mean back to. Back to the George Soros, um, he uh, he was well, also. Da- whole, I, I want to say yeah. one last thing on George Soros before you, I know you get into this. Oh, I got plenty of Didn't more. With you, George Soros. No, yeah, <laughs> and we're gonna talk. You know, talk much more on this, and you know, for the listeners out there, we've got a lot of different information to you know drop on this subject. But even today, your dad was saying that you he wants to see Donald Trump or the president. You know. Or anybody, you know, yeah. who was it like, that he said is getting the investigation into George Soros today? Was what, getting an investigation into or, George or Soros? wanted to get one, or, or like an arrest warrant, or whatever. Oh no, said that he should be arrested. Yeah, there you go. Okay. That's what that's what my dad was saying is that yeah. he should be arrested and all his assets seized mm-hmm. because of the things that he's done. And if uh, you look what, into the topics, I mean, you know what he's funded and. Who he's well, behind and let me get back. I mean, since we're, we're that's what we're going to try to lay down yeah. for you guys is yeah. that you know everybody wants it. We want the, everyone to be informed. I almost like feel we like are. we're kind of jumping ahead of ourselves. Yeah, well, I, I think a little bit, and that's that's my fault. <laughs> and I apologize, but Brett, you can go on. But uh, yeah, he he with, with him being the currency manipulator, he also did uh, the financial crisis, uh, the Asian financial crisis of '97. Uh, he may very well have been behind our 2008 market crash, which I think needs to be investigated as well. No, Brett, don't just pay your taxes, Brett. Yeah. Remember, it's like well, taxpayer-assisted relief program, the TARP bailouts. They were good for everybody. <laughs> Privatize the profits, socialize the losses. Remember that. And like, 
You know? But you you also said something about Russia and the 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 ruble. Or yeah, the it's ruby? like I actually today, as a matter of fact, saw a couple internet comments and posts about people say, claiming that George Soros had been involved in the currency manipulation of the Russian economy in some way, shape, or form, the same way that he did it in Great Britain, and. He, you know, is like almost a household name there. And they all, you know, apparently like, you know, I think they banned all his NGOs. And if you don't know what an NGO is. I think there's more countries behind that, but go on. NGOs, non-governmental organization, meaning Mm -hmm. it's usually like a charity fund or it's usually like a, you know, business is basically anything that's from a foreign owned or foreign outside invested, Mm -hmm. primarily heavily, you know, invested in um, business or industry. And so... You know, George Soros had actually been banned from Russia. And so, you know, again, coincidentally enough, we happen to be wanting to talk about this tonight. So, you know. <laughs> yeah. And uh, All right, so uh, what else is uh, George well, he, manipulating? It, it, well, in this, right. I mean, he's also calls himself a uh, philanthropist. And I mean, I'm quoting they all him. Do. Yeah. Um, which, he he believes he's the conscience of the world, and he tries to do that. He tries to do do this through his uh, open society foundations or or institutes, whatever he calls them. Uh, he he donates to these protest groups and has caused several revolutions. And I got a list of revolutions here. Um, you got the October fifth, uh, two thousand bulldozer revolution in Serbia. You got Georgia's Rose Revolution, um, May uh, or two thousand and seven of May. Uh, the unrest that were going on in Egypt. Uh, he also funded Muslim Brotherhood. Yeah. Yes, I remember when I was getting into this, I did read something that has about ties that. to uh, Hume Abedin. I remember Muslim yeah. Brotherhood. Oh, oh yeah. I totally shit! I'd remember that, or mm-hmm. I'd have had that written down on here because mm-hmm. I, I want to say that didn't that come up with the, the WikiLeaks? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Yeah, because that's why a lot of people say that uh, they, she had those emails because she even I remember when she was being interviewed about the emails and supposedly. In the FBI interview documents, it's it said and it claimed that when the FBI interviewed her and asked her if she had ever seen an email that supposedly was from President Obama, mm. she the first thing she asked was, "Can I get a copy it, of that?" No, I, no, that was the second thing she asked. Wes, as yeah. a matter of fact, first thing she asked is, "What well, isn't this classified?" Which made me almost spit out my coffee, Brad, as a matter of fact, because you bring, drink coffee when I heard that question, that she asked that question to the FBI, and that's on record in multiple news, can I keep news that articles coffee? that you can yeah. read. Be simply because, wait a minute, the implications of that means that she knows the difference between classified and non-classified, right. and whether to look at it or not, and mm-hmm. the whole fucking scandal in the first place about Hillary Clinton is the classified information and documents and like whether she kept them or not in government mm-hmm. records and a deletion of government records and okay sorry pardon my friend that, yeah that's just I mean that's just but yeah no it's just so frustrating to the Muslim brother, brotherhood sorry yeah. for which is the revolution in Egypt again financed and backed by George, George Soros, Soros. So go on, grab yeah. this list um, of uh, There was uh, the un- unrest in Macedonia. These are basically revolutions. I yeah, mean, yeah, revolutions. Be, right on, it's like, yeah. almost. Um, the, the Purple Revolution, which uh, I would say is the current year with Hillary. 
I mean, she did wear purple at her uh, concession. Well, forgetting current year, let's say we can't forget Ukraine. I want to oh. say Ukraine was in what 2012 or 2013. I forgot to to put right. that down and, on here. You know that that was insane. I remember well, actually that was seeing live leak and publicized for the first time. You you actually had mm. what Twitter, Facebook, you know, all of these social mass media. media. Yeah, they got a fantastic. They got a fantastic documentary on Netflix on that. Of yeah. course they do. And I mean. It, even no, though it, 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 it was it, George know, Soros caused this, but I mean, it, it was just nice to see. Again, I think there's a I New mean, York. Uh, I read a New York Times article that was literally saying, calling him a basically like a money man of mystery or something along another, you know, those, on those lines where this guy is financing all of these protests and all this unrest mm-hmm. and causing all yeah. these like you know almost the revolutions like we saw again in Ukraine of the world. Yeah, and proposing, and when, at the same time, he's proposing that he is, like Brett said, the you know purveyor of all things good and everything glorious. I mean, that's but crazy. now, now, now with I mean the the money manipulation laid out, the revolution laid out. Now, now you got to kind of think, uh, why? Well, why is George Soros doing this? And uh, I would say it's not for the interest of the people. It's for the interest of the upper elites, the national world order. Um, I believe he's an agent for the Rothschilds. Uh, he's doing doing this to control to control yeah. the opposition, and uh, the opposition is you. Uh, it's it's us. It's the people. And I, um, and which which gets us to to I would say kind of our next topic which well, would be the, before we you, move on to that i want to say uh if you know anybody that's out there that you know is listening to coincidence theory and just thinking we, that we ramble on and you know all the things that we say are you know just not connected necessarily or seem to be scattershot and scatterbrain or all over the place well brett you just mentioned what the liberal world order is that what you just said right well, Nas- or, what did you national say? National World Order? order? Yeah, Sorry. Didn't, didn't call it I was liberal. thinking in my mind, the liberal world order, the reason I called it that and used those words, those exact words, is because Vice President, excuse me, ex-Vice President, former Vice President, Joe Biden used those exact words not, I don't know, 10, 11 days ago from right now, maybe even two weeks ago, in a press conference and calling that you know, we are seeing the potential demise of the liberal world order or something to those effects. Again, you can look all this up see, online. I didn't, and I didn't, it's, I didn't, you can YouTube it. And I know, you know, most people out there would say, that you know, they, they didn't see it, but like, and that's fake news or anything like that. But again, that is the, those exact words. He, I remember those three words, liberal world order, because that, those scary are scary, sorry, scary, scary words. In my mind. Oh, anything with world orders. Yeah, that's words. what I mean. Is that that because we always heard when we were growing up? Oh, that's conspiracy that's, theory. Yeah, you're getting back to you yeah. know World War and communist like, era. Yeah, NWO. As far as fear. In New World Order. NWO. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like you know LWO. Yeah. Liberal World Order. It's like that's that. You know, you what are you crazy? You, know, you can't just go throwing uh, terminology so loosely around nowadays, and I feel like that's just come so naturally to people. It's really scary. And no one gives it any kind of thought or really yeah. beyond that. People, mm-hmm. but yeah, if people with reckless abandon, they just, you know, use these words and they don't, they don't fathom how, you know, when they say it, what the possible, you know, repercussions could be, what the consequences could be, you know, of saying certain things. And then just saying, oh, you know, <laughs> like, okay, perfect example. Is this Ashley Judd and Madonna thing? 
Yeah. Madonna is now being held to a different standard than the rest of us because she's a celebrity and she literally committed a federal crime. If you want to look at it, mm-hmm. like thinking about blowing up the White House. Okay, she is fucking crazy to say that in the middle of a speech in the middle of Washington D.C. Okay, with all these witnesses. I remember watching that video, Brett. Okay, that woman that is standing there to her right, her eyes light oh, up. You can that, see yeah. the whites of her eyes just because she realizes immediately upon hearing that how crazy that is, okay? And Madonna should have been taken away in handcuffs, right? How Shia LaBeouf was taken away in handcuffs for assaulting a guy. Oh, You know, the other day. But, uh, you know, it's, it's so crazy <clears throat> that this is all going on simply because of politics. And the people, now I even have, you know, people in my personal life, like, saying, oh, I don't want to get political about it, and <laughs> saying all these things, and, like, older guys that are... It's a de facto You know, it, it is. And they, they say, you know, I, I don't want to get, you know, break politics into this. And I can almost understand that, or I could formerly understand that. But the problem is, is that now politics has been drugging everything. And we're even <laughs> getting into now why this podcast an episode might be about politics is because these have been political revolutions... Or social revolutions, or even actual or financial, bloody financial financial revolutions, or bloody, in fact, like I saw on YouTube, be live like the Ukrainian revolution. Those yeah. dudes shooting in the street. Okay, mm-hmm. I remember that when that happened. Yeah, again, the the Egypt. You know, Egypt, if anybody thinks that. That, that, yeah, that, exactly, was, that one too. That There's intense. a Netflix documentary on that too that I'm pretty sure won but a couple yeah, of awards. He, yeah, George Soros is. Basically doing the same thing that he did over there, over here now. Or trying to. Say, didn't he finance quite a few of the protests here in the States? 33. Yes. I think, Brett, yes. that whiteboard right behind you has the figures, some of the figures, the financial figures written down, no, I want to say. No, uh, I got, I got, I already, already well, said the, them. Well, let me get my, get back in my notes here. Let me do my thing. Yeah, but I think it was like $33 million to the uh, certain foundation of it, Black Lives Matter or something. It, it, it's, the, it's the Ferguson protests. Okay, the yeah, Ferguson yeah, riots. That's, yeah. Yeah, which I, I mean, which he 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 did the same thing uh, back over in Egypt and uh, everything. He donated money to these protests that started this stuff. And uh, what an yeah, evil guy! I would say he, yeah, yeah, he's a very yeah. evil guy. And it's just you know, it's it's he, crazy. I'm gonna say he did it through, like I was saying earlier, with uh, controlled opposition. Explain and, uh, what that is. Yeah, um, let's go in. Let's get into the what I guess that. So why is this dude so evil? And what does that term mean? Well, yeah, what is controlled what, opposition? Well, yeah, the what is controlled opposition? Uh, it is a protest movement that is actually being led by government agents. Uh, doesn't necessarily have to be government agents. I mean, National World Order. I mean, whoever. But typically, the well, con- government in the very loosest form yes. of the word. Yes, which I mean, he sure. he was pretty much the guy who was pulling the strings for Obama during his eight years. I mean, he donated to him. He you also you've ever seen that picture of him like right behind him. Yep. Oh sure. Yep. Well, yeah, where well, where he's yeah. like a string puppet. And if you and I'm uh, you know the very textbook definition of you know controlled opposition is what we're trying to get into, but the, even, that is the no, I know the, I. And what I was going to say is too. I just like, added matter now. Of fact, no, is. no, but I mean it should be amended or uh, uh, changed because nowadays controlled opposition can even mean not just. You said what was the first part again? You can say. Uh, it is a protest movement that is actually being led by government agents. Okay. Well, I, I simply think that it does not, or not simply rather, think that it should include not just protest movement, but even news agencies, mm-hmm. blogs, 
um, you know, social media, yeah, complete um, yeah, well, I mean, that, uh, that video logging, uh, mis- live journaling, um, all of these different sorts of, you know, is, you know, sorts of broadcasting and media. Uh, I was letting him finish his point. Yeah, and it's being financed all by George Soros. That's what I'm trying to say is that all of that is could potentially be. I'm sure if you saw and what were you saying? Like if we had real investigative, I was going to say that. I mean, it's it's basically the misdirection of the controlled opposition. Exactly. I mean, with the with the mainstream media, um, which uh, he when the leader, the puppet master. Knows that the the revolution is coming, and they're they're gonna land, or that they're they're gonna land in hot water from the revolution. Right. They try to turn it and flip it into something that they can still profit upon and still end well, up yeah, being they in control. control. It. Yeah, okay, that's understandable. Control it, flip it, and I, I mean, they, yeah, I would almost say too that because I'm pretty sure they they thought something was gonna well, happen, if, and that's why they tried getting Hillary in, and I think uh, she was actually supposed to win it. They didn't end up going the way that she went, uh, wanted it, and uh, now that they're trying to uh, make uh, Trump look like he actually rigged it, when all the evidence is pointing at her. Yeah, and if you do the again, if you do any kind of actual research, not like these sham yeah. of uh, uh-huh. you know, whether it be voter fraud or whatever topic. Yeah, yeah which I'm sure honestly, I could have probably said that a little bit better, but I mean, that no, I I just no, I disagree, but I think you said it perfect, and I think yeah. that you know nowadays. Um, you know, all of this stuff, I mean, if you do any sort of, again, like, research on your own, and it's not even just research, if you literally go to a search engine and type this stuff in, you're going to see the results, and you can click and use and see them yourself. And it's not fake news like they're telling you on the news, because you can't tell what's fake news and what's not when it's coming from the news agencies, and that's the problem nowadays, is that you can only trust that hopefully the facts are all there, and mm. you can read between oh. the lines for the slant. Yeah, that that almost uh, that gets me uh, to my next point um, that uh, they are dividing us right now. It's not Donald Trump dividing us. It's actually George Soros that's wanting to divide us because we are much weaker when we are separated from one another. I mean, together we stand, divided we fall. Mm-hmm. And I mean, you, you can see that because I mean, you you watch this Shiloh LaBeouf thing that he's pulling off right now. Yeah, that's PR and, stunt. Yeah, uh, you can see the Trump supporters are the nicest guys. I've seen them offer jackets mm-hmm. to to this one guy that they had said that he was cold. Yeah, yeah that they, they're delivering food, delivering food. I they mean, are contributing. Uh, you know, uh, just trying to contribute but, helpful general to the general welfare of people. But soon, as a Trump supporter steps out there, the the Hillary supporters or whatever the hell you want to call them, liberal, almost like Marxist, like it's insane. Oh, we're we're getting there. We're getting there. Yeah. Um, so again, we're talking about George Soros and what he finances and backs, and you know, basically. Mm-hmm. Just well, I almost think you know, and regardless of whether it's just one guy, okay, we're we're you know, truth be told, we are talking about this one guy, but I almost have think that it's not just him, but he represents is simply the front man for yeah. mm-hmm. a network or organization or whatever you want to call it, like a almost. Well, he might be uh, he might be a puppet. To the puppet master, yeah, no, yeah or puppet is. masters, rather plural. Whereas you know, it's, it's the Bilderberg again, group, exactly. Whereas they, they just told this guy, oh, saying, I, I know it is saying if you're a, just a ruthless, you know, cutthroat, heartless bastard that can go out there and give these media interviews and just you know act like you are this omnipresent or omnipotent, you know, god-like being or human being, mm-hmm. rather that thinks you're godlike and 
you know, have all this money and power and influence and wield it in whatever way you want. Oh, it's perfect. I mean, have a guy like that come out and do interviews, like you're saying, and be like, oh, look, I think I'm so awesome and so great. Be like, oh, yeah, well, guess what? He just so happens to matter of fact own billions if not trillions yeah. of he, dollars he nowadays. owns this whole block his yeah. whole city block he yeah. owns this whole media company he owns this whole everything else and i obviously think brett you earlier said that he yeah. has he uh, you know them being controlled opposition is what we were talking about or trying to talk right. about right his where are you going brett yeah, where are you going uh, over you there? You were talking Brett. about how much money he had. I'm looking up his, his net Personal worth. Personal net worth, <laughs> right, so we yeah, can have his exact mesmerized. This Sorry, is, and this like, is what we like to do. I was like, what happened? Yeah, we no, like the, to, yeah. this is what so, we like to do, is George we like to Soros, research. He he just owns so much of, like, as far as a net worth. $24.9 billion. Is that That's according to Forbes? or It's Wikipedia. Good Lord. Who knows how much he's really worth? I mean right. that's insane. Well, that's just dollars. But still, twenty four point nine billion dollars. Doll hairs. Doll hairs. Doll hairs. I'm thinking a lot. What about his other accounts? Okay. Okay. But come on. And what I wanted to say though, his Swiss is, bank account. Yeah. You know when you, you mentioned controlled opposition, what if even you said that they're almost taking control of protest movements or any sort of counterculture mm-hmm. attack or counter movement? Oh, they to are. Any sort of mainstream. I think that's why they're pushing all. They're, they're forcing this cultural diversity well, what to if, divide us. Well, what yeah. if they even before? Not only were they doing that, where they were taking some over that were counter movements. What if they financed the, almost the majority of them from the very beginning? From you know, ten or twenty years ago, they saw mm, that I'm not this rolling was, that out. Well, I d- yeah, and that's <laughs> what I mean. Is that like what do you, you mean even ten or twenty years ago? You've well, seen, Chris, t- as yeah. you know, within a year or two. What can happen as far as nowadays, if you have a decent YouTube channel and a couple of Facebook friends and whatnot, look uh-huh. at the popularity that we've seen, all the, just the three of us, within a year time span, between all this political commentary and whatnot, stuff like that, and you're talking about this financing, you don't need to do it for 10 or 20 years. Guys like this George Soros, they've got enough financial backing and weight, they well, know all the people, they can literally be like, yeah, we can do this with a couple of thousand dollars cash see what happens well point being is that if this is get one guy that can have all this wealth and power and influence what if in fact he had the not just the the knowledge of himself but the knowledge of all these other people that he in fact represents or yeah. whose interests he re- rep- interest he represents like you know, the rothschilds at, yeah, he's it, like guy. anyone exactly like anyone mm-hmm. that's up there in the upper echelons and you know, he is exactly, Wes, you just said the fall guy. Yeah. Okay. And the fr- or the front guy, rather, mm-hmm. or both. And I just think that, you know, the point being is that this one guy is, happens to be behind all this stuff. And if he had the knowledge himself or even is representing all of these other people and told him 10 to 20 years ago, this might be inevitably happen. No, is Chris, that all of these things. I don't know what you're freaking out about, man, Chris. It's just a pure. It's just, just surely a coincidence. coincidence okay? right. Like, mm-hmm. stop freaking out. Yeah, it's total coincidence. That there's the, no reason that this guy is behind. The economy so is at a things, record high. What Brett? So what's the first date that he says a major like financial meltdown this was guy's, in the nineties? This guy's known for money market manipulation, right? Right. The George Dow Jones Trump. just hit a record record yeah. high, twenty thousand, or right, or something like that. Yeah, the Dow. The Dow just hit a record high in the past for the hundred and twenty years it's existed. Our Dow Jones, you know our that, stock Brett, market. Right? Yeah, that means a... Pure coincidence, hey. That means a... Pure coincidence we're talking about a money market correct. manipulator. Right. Oh, shit. <laughs> I mean, so. I, they, yeah, they just fucking blew Sorry, my mind. Sorry, man. 
Good. But I just well, wanted to say... You gotta lay that on me yeah. in the show, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, you, you wanna talk about something that'll blow your mind, go watch Animal House and see if uh, those two dudes, was it Boone and Otter? Oh, yeah. man. Yes, yeah, Chris and I just watched it. And we're like, dude, we think that they're gay. Well, I saw some. I saw some comment online that said, yeah, I bet you can't watch a good movie like Animal House or, uh, you know, uh, what else did they say? Something else. And I and I was like, how? Oh, that's funny. You can still watch Animal House on Netflix. So I went home tonight, watched Animal House. One of the first scenes is like the, at mm. the bar, you know, with one of the prospect uh, or uh, pledges, and they say one of the main characters, and they say, oh, like you know, Boone and the other character. Uh, and otter upstairs you know know, oh don't worry you know they're just the whatever like known homosexuals and he goes and the guy spits out his beer and he goes oh don't worry he's just kidding but it's like you go back and you watch and you're like maybe they weren't kidding and the fact that they used to call them homosexuals and they didn't call them gay like nowadays you can't even say shit's gay it's like that because that shit's offensive, right? Well, whatever like, happened to homosexual? Yeah, like, I feel like that term has just fallen out of context, right? Well, there's so many. No, now you got LGBTQ, right? But BBQWTF. Think about it. But wait, with this whole, I just, oh man, I just put this together with this whole transgender phobia and like you're saying, LBGTQ. You can't even say if you're a homosexual. Dude, that would be so bad if you were actually like gay or whatever. <laughs> and you whatever. couldn't come out of the closet and, no, yeah. like and not the be considered sex, a bigot. Right? But you were or like, wait, I can't say that I like homophobe. solely the same sex because then that would mean I'm discriminating or I'm a racist. Yeah. God forbid. You know, you can't say you're a homosexual because then you're saying, well, I only like men. Well, I only like women. Yeah. Like You've got to be full on committed to right? the full pledge right. diversity. The multiculturalism. All right, back on topic. The yeah, I was, I was about to say, yeah, 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 we got we'll get way off topic <laughs> there, guys. We're no, trying to keep it. We're trying to keep pull the reins in and what we're talking about recently. Well, I mean, episode, I guess that gets know. back to him dividing us because I mean, shit, you see these Hillary supporters or the the ones at this uh, Shia LaBeouf thing, like yeah. I was trying to trying yeah. to say earlier, uh, was uh, that as soon as the Trump supporters out there, I mean, they're all nice and peaceful. And then as soon as they start speaking their mind, that's when all, they all get they all get triggered, man. I they, mean, they all while just in their face. I mean, you see Shia LaBeouf like chest bumping people. I saw where he slapped that one dude in the chest before he either a hit him in the face or he okay, either tried to the live stream. Yeah, like, the, it was yeah. the live stream. It was a point that I was trying to make earlier. But I mean, the they they pretty much divided us, and I mean that makes us weaker. Yeah. Yeah, it, it makes but, everybody have the, all the infighting. Yeah, I mean that's the, what they want. Is that's what this guy wants? I believe is with all these mm-hmm. protests, is ever everybody to infight and focus on these social well, issues that are just meaningless almost. Well, uh, I would say n- well, they're not meaningless, but they're just you know. Now with the controlled opposition in mind, you kind of kind of think what it well what's his end game, and I I personally think uh, or not personally think if I'm. He he said it himself. It was in an interview. I want to say that I I heard uh, George Soros said it himself. Redis- redistribution of the wealth, and I'll say that again: redistribution of the wealth. Sounds an awful lot like socialism. Well, I was going to say if you didn't know what Bolshevism. that means, it is communism. It's not not uh, is it? It is, and uh, I want to say that. We we never defeated communism. I mean, it's it stayed here. It's festered, 
and now we have George Soros, and you see or his ilk, or people like him, and that's you know he's just an example. The reason we talk about him is he's happened no, to be. Uh, I'm just gonna he his name is too comes up too damn much. No, no it, it does, and, and it I, I'm is not saying, him. I don't it, mean to write him off. I mean to say there must be other people like him out there because it can't be just this one guy who is, in fact, doing well, then, all these things. Um, There's not one guy that's able to well, finance and control all of these revolutions in all well, of these countries. Let me, it's like to bring it back to the point you're talking about, Brett. The controlled opposition. You want to talk about control? Like exactly what we're talking about. It's controlling, and who's doing the controlling? George Soros. Like, I mean, if there's anybody else, then why isn't somebody else's name coming up that they caused the Ukraine revolution going back at you, Chris? Exactly. I mean, it, I'm not going to beat around the bush. I th- I believe it is George fucking Soros. Yeah, sure. And I mean, so I don't give a shit. You can go ahead and fucking. I mean, no, that, no. I mean, no. It, it, it's, it's awesome. everybody has to have their well, own convictions. And you know yeah. what? I believe it. You know, I mean, if, I've if been you, look, see, it, We even have doubts. You know. Yeah. But the point is, is it's not a coincidence all the no. time. Well, no, not until names. the 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 one that's either pulling his strings shows his face. Right. I mean, to me, he he is and the. They show their faces. Mm-hmm. Which I mean, I, I have an idea of who else is involved, but I mean that's for for different episodes. But uh, I mean, yeah, I, I would say George Soros. He's the one that's pulling all the strings on this. Mm-hmm. And you can again, if you you know, we're you, talking. You need about to look him. it up. If yeah, if it, there's you know. New York Times, Wall Street Journal, Washington Post. No, I got a bunch uh, of New stuff. New York Post. And, um, I'm sure, you can even read Star and Newsweek. Shit, read read, read the book that he wrote. Level, it was like a Star uh, Magazine and Newsweek. Coincidentally and, uh, enough, was called the Economist, the the Alchemy of Finance, mm-hmm. and all of those books. I mean, it's almost just like you know they they brought their propaganda to a whole new level, where even you know it's all out in the open. Mm-hmm. It's not it's not James Bond, right? No, yeah, it's, it's all, all out in the open. open. It's all right? subversion. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. which which gets me to my next topic, which is uh, it's a guy that you two have personally turned me on to. Mm-hmm. Uh, his name is turned Yurt. you on to, bro. Oh man, what are you talking about? Are you bro? homosexual? Yeah. Stop it! <laughs> <laughs> remember, remember when South Park? It's like you could call in that South Park episode. They called all those guys who were driving those Harleys fags. Oh, it's like yeah. they weren't calling you know gay people fags. <laughs> They're like, no, 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 gay <laughs> people. Gay people are not fags. Fags are the guys who are obnoxious and ride down the street with their loud exhaust pipes or do other really obnoxious things. And it's like, okay. Like, like Chris? Can, yeah. Hey, <laughs> hey, hey, fuck you, Brett. <laughs> Go fuck yourself. Okay. No, but, All right. Back on topic. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, back to Yuri Bezmanov. He, the, uh, the, yeah. He's a man. former KGB agent, the informant that uh, ended up uh, defecting to... Was it the U.S. or Canada? Because I saw two different... I just know he defected, which yeah, he... is impressive. Yeah. Yeah. How you go? You make you it go. out alive. Say so defected to North America. Go yeah, on. Yeah, All right. right. Yeah. And uh, he... Back then, it didn't even matter. Back when he was a KGB... we're not talking about Mexico. Like, let's be honest, guys. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a whole different topic. Yeah, was. right. Oh, but uh, back to the, to Yuri Bezmanov. He, uh, he defected... Why would uh, Russian go to Mexico? <laughs> he was uh, a KGB agent, and when while he was a KGB a- agent, he just so happened to be a propaganda specialist. And he was his specialty was complete subversion. And I mean, he yeah yeah. yeah Chris? You said the word propaganda. Well, yes. there was a book titled Propaganda, written by a man named Edward Bernays. Mm-hmm. Bernays B E R N A Y S, and he happened to be. The nephew, I believe, of Sigmund Freud. And if you don't know who Sigmund Freud is, he is like the father 
of psychoanalysis, which is a field of psychology, which is like the study of dreams mm -hmm. and just happens to, you know, associate many different things with like, you know, all sorts of sexual imagery and, you right. know, um, any sort of dysfunction or disorder and, you know, you know, in your mind can That's also funny, be you know, you're replicated. Yuri talks about the the getting Yuri, the youth. Yuri yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yuri talks about these, getting you know, the youth sort of to focus on sex. And, and I mean, I mean, that's that's. Is with it a the, coincidence? The I propaganda, the term propaganda. Again. Mm -hmm. Freud was high all the time on cocaine, dude. But yeah, <laughs> well, but what, he yeah. has some some great videos that y'all need to check out on YouTube. Uh, he goes through the four stages of of the uh, subversion and pretty much how they they get communism into place and it's a very long process we're talking um, what you know what's the long process or how what, long 25, like 20 years? yeah 20 to 25 Even, years and you oh, gotta yeah, think okay that his video was recorded his interviews which i know you know a little more about that were recorded what about 20 25 years ago maybe even later maybe 30 years ago 1984 oh speaking of which we wanted to say number one so it's book it's on 30 Amazon some it's 30 years ago yeah Yesterday, nineteen Yeah, yeah, I know what you're getting at. <laughs> yeah, yeah. For any all listeners out there, uh, yesterday was a uh, weird day in history, as nineteen eighty four by George Orwell, which is actually in the public domain. People don't even need to buy it off Amazon. It's like almost supporting, you know, the big business or whatever. <laughs> I was about to say. Literally, you can download this. I'm pretty sure it's like you know at, at Does, some website. No joke. Nineteen eighty four, the book by George Orwell is in the public domain and has been for a very long time. And it also, uh, I would say, when I was reading all the stuff on George Soros, they said that that was a, a good reference to George Soros, mm -hmm. if you kind of think about it. Oh, yeah, that in a brave new world. Like yeah, Paul. Aldous Huxley. Uh, but. Yeah, you know, Fahrenheit 451. Right, right. You were talking about that the other day, that mm -hmm. book. Uh, Animal Farm. That I mean, you know. yeah, it's another one. Um, yeah, the, those are another good examples that pretty much basically lay this out for everybody. Uh, Yuri does I mean, his videos are really good. He uh, he lists the four stages, which uh, the first stage is demoralization, second is crisis, the the third is normalization, and the fourth is destabilization. And when they recorded this video, if I'm correct, they uh, believed that they were that we were at the normalization portion mm -hmm. of it, um, which I would say that was probably well, the thirty. 30, what, 32 years ago? Mm -hmm. Well, I would say, you know, almost when we were uh, watching this the other day, Brett, uh -huh. um, you know, again, we're talking about Yuri Bezmanov and the former uh, supposed KGB. Propaganda specialist. Propaganda specialist. Uh, he claims that, you know, there are certain stages that countries or societies will go through when they're being infiltrated or taken over by communism or mm -hmm. socialism, which, you know, again, branded as they're the same thing, but they're branded as different things. And that's the point we're trying to make is that there are many different topics that are, in fact, the same thing, but are being branded with different words. And we're trying to educate people and teach, and teach people it is not something that is even going to be overnight that you're going to see the change or even in a month you're going to see the change. We're talking yeah. about It's going to take right, the same. Right? Yeah, we probably won't get to see it in our lifetime. Yeah, and, and I think almost his videos... When you know he said that we were in the you said denormalization stage. That's the third stage, correct? Or no, no, it's not the denormalization. It's normalization oh, sorry. stage. Yeah, yeah. Which I think that if Hillary Clinton had gotten elected, I think we would have been in the normalization stage because we would have been normalizing corruption. 
we would have been normalizing scandals and you know a back or back no, you make deals. a valid been, point because we, know, we were watching we were watching immigrants the we were wa- wa- corruption being normalized corru- we we're normalizing violence and protests you know murder like record murders record killings chicago uh, Baltimore. Right. Um, Didn't you just you tell know. me about a? Uh, there was a uh, protest or it was a candlelight vigil where no, six people vigil? got shot? Mm-hmm. Yeah, six yeah, shot in last Chicago. Night, or, yeah, yeah, I think last right. night is uh, six I mean, people uh, were the, shot in Chicago. Six people were killed after a gunshot. I mean, if you vigil. or uh, yeah, vigil for gunshot victims. And you think about it. If you were to go and like tie all this together, I mean, I wish that the viewers could just see mm-hmm. everything. I mean, it, it w- would point to communism. I mean... Yeah, it, well, and it, I think that's what I, I was... I would say, you know, like, and for a lot of people, that's a very heavy word. Oh, you know, I, I agree it like, is. What we're trying to get at, I think, is nowadays that term is... Uh, it takes so many different facets and forms that we are dealing with it in so many different layers, whether it comes from, like, a local layer... Or you know our well, that's what Yuri says. The schools or for the government or oh, it or is whatever. in the schools, man. We see mm-hmm. this corruption, and that's what it's got to do with. That's why we're trying to like absolutely bring this to light and tell you about these people and tell you about what's going on and why we think they're doing it is really just for the degradation of society. They get us fighting between each other, and then next thing you know, we're all distracted and kicking the can down the road and they're mm-hmm. like well, what just happened man and i don't our, know and our taxes went Eight up and everything later, got more expensive and nobody's getting paid anymore and ain't that the damn truth what yeah. happened man we had a we had a great the first black president man yeah i thought everything didn't was change everybody's got health care man i didn't get a raise everybody's no, don't don't even everybody's got housing healthcare. man everybody's got where's all the food man yeah that's how it starts <laughs> you want to see venezuela right now Anyway, we, uh, you know, I Brett, when you were talking about, you know, he in Yuri Bezmenov's videos is what we're talking yes. about in his yeah, interviews. Yuri, you need to and go. Everybody you, that's, if anyone, sorry, if anyone is listening, please do yourself a favor, do your family a favor, do your friends. Look a favor. it up. Go watch Yuri Bezmenov on YouTube. Even the and first least, one you click on, probably. I mean, yeah. God, even, God bless. Even, I'm going to try America because YouTube it. came around. You know, I'm going to I'm going to try and put the there's like a 10 minute synopsis video that I'm going right. to try and put yeah, on our website. Of, it's a and, clip uh, notes. I think yeah. everyone should watch these. Uh, our website is uh, www. Uh, dot com, and I hmm. probably Hell didn't yeah. have to throw the www out there, but. We're old school like that. W. We grew up in the 90s. Shit, I, I still got an AOL. I still type email. in the www to the search, right. you know, to the URL search right. bar, yeah, the search you... address bar. So, uh, yeah, but anyway, I, going back to the Yuri Bezmenov and, you know, his interviews, and he's talking about, um, you know, the infiltration of communism into society. It's like, Brett, you said that he, in his interview, and again, it was recorded in 1984, right? We're talk- yeah, yeah. Of that, the I coincidence. Swear, I, the of- reason I say that with so much confidence is because, like, I swear when I was watching one of those, I was like, "Are you serious?" And then I watched a couple other ones, and I was like, "Yep, really was." Like, and recorded in the year nineteen eighty four. Pure, <laughs> pure coincidence. <laughs> but and, you know, right, he Chris. he said that uh, you know we were in at that point in the year nineteen eighty four. Uh, we were in the you know normalization stage, and I would say that in fact he was just you know bluffing. Because then, at that point, when he had defected, he simply thought that, simply by what was going on in you know larger cities like New York City had really bad crime problems in the nineteen mm-hmm. eighties. Like if you've ever seen pictures of the you know underground subway and stuff like in the eighties, no. But it's like you know it filled with graffiti and all in the urban warfare, and that's when like urban sprawl really came out. And you know, it, I, regardless, 
there was a lot of different things going on in the 1970s, you know, late 70s, early 80s, like down in Miami, the cocaine, you know, cocaine oh, drug God. war was terrible. I mean, a lot of different places, you know, what, 1980s, 80s, yeah. 80s in Miami? Yeah, and, well, in God. the 80s in America, you know, to be quite honest, was just, you know, it was a crazy different time. So, you know, point being is that... Um, yeah, when, when Yuri Bezanov had come out and was getting this interview, get he was saying, I'm trying to, he was saying that we were in the normalization <laughs> stage. I say, I'm arguing that we were, we are in there in the year 2016. Uh. We were there and we had gotten, we were almost close. We were so close to having a full blown crisis that we would have then moved into the normalization stage had Hillary Clinton been elected into office. That's what I'm trying I'm, to say. Uh, yeah, the- and you know, by I can't, a crisis, I, I can't you know, argue with you yeah. on that because yeah. I mean I that that makes point. yeah. That, and that I, I is think a valid that by point. you know, even with Donald Trump, Donald Trump being in office, I think that they're still trying to introduce any force, any source or form of crisis, whether it be a national emergency crisis, whether it be a state or local crisis, wherever, mm-hmm. which would therefore either suspend or halt Donald Trump into taking either power or you know moving things placing different things or, you know, doing any sort of things whatsoever and halting all of his progress that he's trying to make, you know, with his points and, like, that you can re- everybody can read about in his 100-day plan because it seems to me that's a checklist at this point in time. I don't know if you guys read it. It's, like, insane that he's literally going up. Chick? Chick? Yeah, I remember. Chick? I remember yeah. the first Chick? day I got yeah, to Trump, see that. Trump's 100-day plan. I'd, yeah. I'd say I, r- I really hope that this new investigation into the uh, election fraud... Mm-hmm really ends up proving George Soros and that they end up arresting him and seizing yeah. all of his assets. Because, I remember, I, and that's something that needs needs to be done. I know that... Uh, yeah, I, he, I agree with you. I agree. Absolutely agree. And I think that... Shit, the same thing with Hillary Clinton because, I mean, she was, she was his, uh, his fucking puppet. Yeah, and he... And uh, not, to, not to mention all the scandalous things that we haven't even so got to talk about with court. that damn woman. Yeah. yeah, well, if you saw any pictures online... He was a major you, donator to I'm sure if to you browse any sort, Obama. any sort of social media around the election time or thereafter in the past couple months, you've seen this person mentioned, either George Soros or her, him mentioned with Hillary Clinton or the both, or something thereof, you know, their names. Mm. Just Again, simply if, Google George Soros. If it is a coincidence, and if you still believe all of this is a coincidence, then, you know, maybe we can't make a believer out of you and you know or what we're trying to do in our podcast <laughs> i think our grand I scheme was uh, again like i was saying earlier you know if i actually have ever made a point so far because i feel like i just ramble half the time but honestly we all do, you we're do. Talking, you hey, do. whatever you do whatever so, <laughs> fuck you brett so remember, i love you George, yeah, we you. love you we love you. Sure fuck you has all this money and what he basically wants to do with it is what yuri bezmanov will tell you in these youtube videos that we keep talking about yeah, we keep man. YouTube should pay us fucking money because we just keep saying YouTube. It's a verb. It's like Google, where it became a verb, well, right? Common, I thought about that. They've commonized it to the point where we just use it in our modern day everyday lexicon. You know, it just rolls off the tip of your tongue, mm-hmm. like everything. If it's within two to three syllables, that's why everything. If you go down the checklist of every stupid internet forum list you see, where it's like, hey, list all the top websites. They're all within two to three syllables, aren't yeah. they? Like, yeah. So, so few letters yeah. usually. You mm-hmm. know. It's bound to happen. But uh, I, yeah. last thing, you know, we were talking about George Soros and finance and things. I do remember this. Black Lives Matter, and I keep referencing that. Now I remember why. Yeah. He actually, at some point in time, someone found connections in between him and the leader of Black Lives Matter, or the former leader. I think his name's DeRay McKesson or something, or McKinnison. He just ran for mayor somewhere or something like that is why I remember him. And around that, mm-hmm. like, you know, election type season. And... uh 
his house was being paid for by these certain people who were board members of the Open Borders Society. And I'm pretty sure that's the name of George Soros, one of his foundations, right? Again. No, it's it's an open society. Again. So it, his open society open, is or many. Or they work there, you know, it's, something it's like that. It's many. It's yeah. a many society. Or they, they work for him or something. But it was a really nice house that somebody had found the pictures <clears> on uh, Trulia or some, you know, Zillow.com or something like that that had, you know, indoor inside indoor pictures of a house that at some point in time in the mm-hmm. past, I'm sure, what, 10 years have been posted right. online. So, so George Soros And this house was, was being financed. You know, they found the records because it's public records. You know, they found who bought the house and everything, and it's, yeah, it's all related back. And again, it's, I guess it's all just a coincidence, right? Pure coincidence. The leader of this, one of the largest protest movements in the country as of recent. And again, we're not trying to criticize their individual movements or their own motives. But what we're trying to say is that, like, they're all being financed, and the fans of, the flames of Mm -hmm. resistance are being fanned by this guy in which, you know, they may be, you know, some of them might be, I don't know. Like, well, I would say it goes back to the reference of drinking the Kool-Aid. Yeah. The Kool-Aid is good. I mean, yeah. the, they, the, the protesters. Well, they got that recipe right. It, it goes back. You. They know how to do it. They've been doing it a long time, like we talk about. Corn syrup is good, right? It, it, <laughs> it would go back to the, uh, the misdirection. I mean, they are the misled. Um, they are the uh, generation of entitlement and... I mean, if somebody's willing to back up their fucking crying fit, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, I mean, it makes it makes perfect sense. I mean, they're brainwashing us. I think uh, I think that you know, with the reason I was saying earlier is that you know, uh, George Soros or any of the people that were hedging their bets on a revolution, whether it be social or cultural or both, or actual economic or all of these things, you know, happening in our country, that if they saw all that coming again, decades mm-hmm. out. I think that they, in fact, hedged their bets and had all that controlled opposition to go back to what we talked about earlier and, you know, had all these different things in play that, you know, if if certain things like this had happened, they had all these different people in their pockets. You know, they had all these different leverage and all these different oh. things, just like what we just saw and just like all of these different ways. But to and say, yeah, all, all you got to do is just look George Soros up and you can make all the links yourself. Right. Mm-hmm. That's why we don't want to talk about these things. At least bring them to the forefront of conversation so that way other people can start talking about it and doing their own investigative journalism because that's what I think what we feel is missing mm-hmm. in today's modern news cycle and what we read or see, whether it's on our phones or in the newspapers or on the television yeah. or anything that say, we see. You know, this is all, all this is what I found out in just the day sitting here. I already knew about George Soros, but half of this I did not know. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, and uh, there's a lot more that I didn't say because I. Uh, yeah, we've only begun to delve into this on this podcast, and there's a lot more to oh, come a from lot it. More. And the point being is that this is the now, man of mystery. It was recently referenced <laughs> in you know all of these different places. <laughs> yeah, it's like Ferris Bueller over there, right? <laughs> I feel like, like we need sound effects. We're yeah, really we, we do need to get a soundboard. And again, we're you know we're, if any of the listeners out there, we're trying to <laughs> you know what. What are you saying? Uh, I know where you're going. No. <laughs> we we say we're uh, going to upgrade is all I was going to say. going to upgrade. Eventually. We'll do it, man. Yeah. Made, made me we'll think make it. it better, and we're trying to make it better, and we're trying to, you know, uh, recognize that. That's where I knew you were going. Sometimes we don't have a point. I have a point. I don't ever have a point. Yeah, we don't ever have points either, but I was just going to say recognize just that we're just bullshitters. Yeah. You're we're a bullshit. Just, yeah. We're always bullshitting. 
So it's like with the yeah. with the idea, I guess, behind the this man of international Mystery. money man, I guess, yeah, and financier of terrorism and you know, the, I mean, just ridiculous chaos, in my opinion. Like, I mean, the world over. Well, Brett, I think you kind of put it up the best at the beginning, towards the beginning of the episode, you know, when you actually had it listed out of all the revolutions or the financial market meltdowns or the bubbles or whatever yeah, you want to call them. It's a you lot know, of information. He had, had some kind of leverage or financial comp- contribution, something or to inside do. Inside information. Yeah, whether there are coups or revolutions or catastrophes, whatever you want to call them, it doesn't matter. This guy, coincidentally enough, just happened to have some sorts of connections to all of these things. Mm. And we feel like one of the things that he also happened to have a connection to was our latest election cycle, you know? And not saying that we feel that it was completely fraudulent, but we feel that there were plenty of aspects around it that need to be looked at. And George mm. should have been should have had to be one of them. More attention paid to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I and mean, soon as somebody Soon as a donator for a particular running, I mean, he donated for Hillary. Yeah, donor. Yeah. Owned the voting machines. I mean, does that not sound? We all three remember this, and that's not a, you know, stupid coincidence or or ironic or however you want to play it off. It did happen. happen. Yeah, it actually happened, you know. So, and also, you can look up how much he personally even donated to Hillary Clinton's campaign, not to mention the Open Borders, you know, society and all these Mm -hmm. different funds. Again, this is all public information. You can access online on your search engine, but they might call it fake news because of the one website that you've clicked on that was now labeled one of the 200 plus that was labeled fake news by Google yesterday. Yeah, yeah, I mean, we're we're probably labeled fake news. I mean, of course we're going to be labeled fake news, but it's just, you know, I mean, fuck them. You can't argue with facts, right? I mean, they're labeling alternative facts, and it's like nowadays they're literally being proven wrong. And that's what we're trying to get at is that all these, you know, uh, socialist and uh, literally communist yeah. aspects the of the hell? country are I being funded by George Soros. What the hell and, is are alternative facts? Like, what, did, what, what well, does that even mean? Yeah. That's it's a, the that's facts I mean. that it's, they want you to know. Exactly. Because they're alternative to the real mean? facts. That's like some cultural Marxist... It's, a, it's an alternative to the truth, man. Yeah. It is. It's just cultural Marxist twisted words where they're trying to take words and change the meaning of them. Yeah, Literally. you're always ranting about that. That's, I mean... Hey, they do it, man. They, they oh, did it I with know. disease and disorder the other night because I saw a commercial yeah. where they were trying to say it's an alcoholism or addiction is mm-hmm. a disease, okay? And like, it's like, it technically you can't... can't. Go, no, no. You can't just go around throwing the word disease, in my opinion, okay? That's totally different than any kind of yeah. disorder or mental defect or Well, it could be and, like, like disorder and disease, but yeah. disease secondary as yeah. opposed to a disorder first. Because again, in my opinion, it is a disorder. Changing all of these definitions and changing these terms so loosely is, again, one of these things that these people, the left or socialist, communist, whatever you want to call them. Social justice warriors. Right. That's Nowadays, these, that's what you that's call what, them. I mean, that's what we want to broach upon as far they as are. the subject matter. And coincidentally enough, one of the guys who finances one of the a lot of these coups and revolutions and social justice warrior movements and protests, like in Ferguson, is George Soros. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, all of these protest movements have ties and that to these organizations. Ain't yeah. no irony. Yeah, yeah, I would say that. And that, I don't believe in it. That ain't no coincidence. It's like we all call these all coincidences, but those aren't. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would say that uh, that's what we basically wanted this episode to be, was to uh, inform you 
Um, I would suggest, like we said, uh, look it up, make your own assumption. Uh, we obviously believe communism is uh, making a comeback, but now that uh, Trump has won, we believe he uh, uh, he won the election from the next puppet that uh, Soros was going to try and get in the White House, but uh, Trump it could potentially be the wrench in the plan of the, the upper elite or whoever you might think is running things, Chris. Throw a wrench in the gears, yeah. Yeah, throw yeah, throw a wrench in the gears, the plan, yeah, so whatever. I, was just thinking of like I, I believe that that's why they've... They're doing the things they're doing, but we're going to go ahead and wrap it up here. Find the um, if you enjoyed this episode, hit the like or subscribe button. Leave us a comment with any uh, topic ideas or comments. Uh, thanks for listening. This is the Coincidence Theory, and we're signing off.